Henshin Inspection presents Going Ultra! This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Welcome to Going Ultra. Visit mjmunoz.com slash gu for notes and links. And don't forget to subscribe, like, share, and comment to help me grow. This is Going Ultra, episode 27, As the Wind Blows. I am analyzing Ultraman episode, or Ultraman Z, episode 17, which is called Bellarock. It was originally aired October 17, 2020. The writer is Takao Nakano. The director is Tomonobu Koshi. I'm going to jump straight into the ultra bad here. I don't like the giant uh, belly rock head biting Barossa, alien Barossa at the end. That wasn't a satisfying range attack for me. I honestly would only like to see belly rock used to actually slice or cut or stab things. Um, it's a sword. I'd like to use it, like to see it used as a sword. You can even have it send out like an energy wave, pressure wave, like, you know, glowing blade size thing from it. Like that'd be okay as a range attack, I guess. But like the biting, eh, I'm not into it. Moving on to the ultra cool. Yoko using burning finger against Barossa was so much fun to see. Um, I, uh, that moment just, it, it got me, it got me in so many ways. I was so excited. It was so cool. Everything was, uh, it was like, it was beautiful. It was perfect. Um, <laughs> it was such a G Gundam moment. It was awesome. Anyway, uh, the sword play between Juggler and Barossa was a real treat. I rewatched it just for fun. Like I, I, I scrolled it back a couple times on my player, uh, to watch it. And, uh, gosh, it was delightful. Ultra good. I liked seeing uh, time run out on Z's transformation or the color timer. We haven't seen that yet, I don't think. And uh, it was cool that they were just like, you know, untransformed. There you go. You're done. It happens in Rider and Sentai all the time when they're fighting somebody too tough. They get knocked out, roll on the floor, and untransform. But uh, this was cooler to see. It's cooler to see. I haven't seen it in Ultraman yet. Haruki fighting Barossa on his own was quite impressive. Uh, he is capable, courageous, and is pro uh, proving to be a hero more and more as the show continues. So that was really nice. Moving into the ultra deep stuff, Juggler's motivation seems to be nothing more than amusing himself. He is like Celebro and Belly Rock uh, in that way, and I'm sorry, in that he wants to do what he enjoys. But while they have concrete desires, he his are more mercurial. He is fully committed to entertaining himself, however he can. In some ways, that makes him more dangerous because of how arbitrary and capricious that makes his violence. Please him today and you're an ally. Bore him tomorrow and you're a victim of his betrayal. That is evil. Now we've got a question stemming from thinking about all that. Can evil simply be defined as lack of principles? If there are no standards to restrain your actions, will that lead you to harm others? I'm going to come back to that uh, in a minute and uh, give you my answer for that. So anyway, uh, I'm going to give this episode a 3.5 out of 5. Uh, the action was great. There were some solid jokes, and the setup for the end game is uh, getting interesting. Uh, I, well, with you know Celebro and you know, switching bodies and Juggler coming out and all that stuff. So I really like this episode, but it does feel a bit off. The writing in Z overall is very good. Uh, I have enjoyed the series, but there are cracks and seams I noticed, uh, and I noticed them here. <laughs> uh, the ongoing threat has been low priority for so long that it detracts from the actual episode. Why not give Juggler another episode, you know, of his own? Or, or give Celebro an episode of, of his own, its own, whatever. That um, just doesn't make sense to me. So it, it almost feels uh, like intrusive to this episode, how the larger plot is being crammed in here. Like I said, at the end, we see this thing with Celebro and, and with uh, Shinya uh, Kaburagi getting arrested and stuff. And it's just, I don't know. I don't like that. So And that honestly, that brought it down for me. <laughs> Had they done it in a different way, I, I think I would have been really pleased. So, yeah, is evil a lack of, of principle? Um, how can I even say that? Because Juggler 
is, uh, you know, he told um, your boy Jede uh, that he was, you know, trying the whole justice thing and he was trying to fight for, you know, humanity and protect people's lives and things like that. But he's doing that because it's interesting to him. And while doing that, you know, I don't know how long he's been with storage, maybe since... Oh, what is it? Oh, since Jeet ended? Um, or wasn't he? Wasn't he Chuckler and Orb originally? I don't remember. I don't know, guys. I'm, I'm pretty new to Ultraman, so I don't know all that guy because he's the show. Anyway. Uh, but regardless, you know, he got bored. And so he stole uh, the Z-Riser and he cloned it and made a dark Z-Riser. And then he stole metals or, or something, used the power of darkness to... Um, to, you know, become a giant... He became Tri-King and Five-King and whatnot. And, uh, like... <sighs> I don't know, but he's helped out. He helped find um, Celebro, but he wanted to know who was behind all this stuff going on. But again, I, I questioned at the time, was that for his own purposes so that he could like capitalize on that evil or, or seize evil power for himself? Or was it something, was it something altruistic? Like, yeah, I want to get behind this or to, I want to get to the root of this so we can stop it. It doesn't seem like that's what it is, especially because Habaragi was about to be arrested and like Celebro was like, I don't know, maybe running out of the time in which he can continue to be a parasite in Habaragi or Kaburagi? Shinya. That's how I know his name. Anyway, um, so, I don't know. And, like, I wonder if he'll reach out directly to Celebro pretty soon and be like, hey, bro, let me, uh, you know, borrow your power of darkness real quick uh, and then do something evil. But I feel like he's definitely setting up to be the endgame villain. But it's because of this lack of principle. So, like, wow, that was a long, a long detour. Um, like, if you hate somebody, but you have principles that stop you from harming them unless they do something, uh, like, like if you only will cause harm to somebody out of self-defense, um, physical harm, let's just restrict it to that. Uh, that's moral. <laughs> if you have the principle that you will only cause harm to somebody physically in self-defense, as long as it's somebody you like or agree with, you know, that's okay. But what about when it's somebody you hate or disagree with? If you become angry enough with them, you'll just harm them. You'll hurt them. You'll attack them. Um, you'll be uh, the provoker of an attack. You'll be the the you know assaulter, the assailant. Um, like that just that doesn't work. So I mean, just that one concrete example. Um, I think it is evil. Um, are you saying people are irredeemably evil? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that that's an instance of acting evilly, and you can of course redeem yourself from that. And uh, you know. We all may stray and fail and fall, but we can um, make amends, make restitution, and do the right thing. But uh, yeah, like an outlook that just lacks the clarity and the standards and principles and like that refuses to have things be, some things be, like some very few, uh, very broad things be concrete, I think leads to evil because you can rationalize and excuse anything. Um, which reminds me of the saying, we act emotionally and we uh like justify uh logically so like you may in your anger do something and then you'll uh, because you were overcome by emotion but then you'll justify it and use all your analytical powers to make it okay for yourself where it wouldn't be okay for anybody else to do it and if something's evil for you to do then it's evil for me to do as well right um that's that's the kind of morality i'm talking about and the more kind of moral clarity i'm seeking to uh, elucidate here so maybe it can be lack of principles because if it's um if rules only apply to certain people and not others, then are those just rules? I, I don't think they are. Um, so anyway, I'll, I'll kind of leave you with that. I'd love to hear a response to that in the comments. Uh, 
I'm over on MeWe. You can comment on directly on the blog in the show notes or you know where you find the videos. Uh, that would be fine too. So anyway, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. I'm going to ask you to mgmunis.com. Look up a Glowbug uh, to read Avon the Glowbug. Um, and uh, that's all I'll say about that. And uh, oh, check out the uh, the Redbubble link. Um, I'm featuring designs in every episode, or at the end of every, uh, at the bottom of every show notes post. I'm featuring designs, and I'm going to be cycling through uh, whatever I feature uh, on a week by week, or, or yeah, probably week by week basis. I'll swap it up and switch it around so you can see different stuff that I've uh, that I've designed. Cool stuff, I think. Uh, fun to put it on a sticker, or a t-shirt, mug, whatever you want. So if you uh, like what I do, value what I do, uh, maybe, and you value uh, some of the designs I've made, then uh, you know, buy buy a sticker and you know, throw a couple cents my way, or a shirt and throw couple bucks my way. I'd really appreciate it. Anyway, I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to remind you that you don't have to shout Henshin to be a hero. Uh, and I uh, hope that you have uh, peace and blessings until next time. And uh, that's pretty much it. This is MJ signing out.